This is a global original podcast. Hi and welcome to Confessions of a Modern Parent. The podcast where my husband Mark and I discuss the challenges, difficulties, frustrations and ultimately the joys of being parents and step-parents to four wonderful, talented, beautiful daughters aged between 25 and 12. Here we go and I think, guess what Matt? What? Listen, we've got slightly different music this time. Have we? Lovely Dan has found something a little bit calmer. Good. And a little less frantic. It's driving people crazy. <laughs> anyway, so uh, you, you rightly state at the beginning of this chat, this is something that we were a bit surprised we hadn't even talked about. Yeah. Which is liking or not a, liking your children's it's, songs. It's a really, really difficult part yes. of being a parent. It really, really is. Heartbreaking, um, potentially. Mm. Uh, and we talked at length, and I think we could even do another podcast. I agree. Me, because there is a lot more to talk about. And the messages today oh, yeah. just fantastic. Yeah, really good. So, enjoy, folks. Hello and welcome to Confessions of a Modern Parent. I know that we say this quite often, but I actually can't believe we haven't already done this topic. Mm. Because it's, it's, it's a thorn in many a parent's side mm. and a thorn in many a teen's side. You know, when, you're, when your beautiful baby boy or girl grows up and starts getting, you know... Partners. Partners. Well, I mean, we, we've, talked about, we've talked about friendship groups and, and their influence on your children and what to do if you're not particularly fond of the friendship groups or friends within a friendship group and all that kind of stuff. But you're right. We've not talked about this. And it's a, a massive deal. It's a really good one because we're getting to that point now where, well, certainly I am in terms of daughters from the age of mid to late 20s, my God, going all the way down to uh, 13, where a few boyfriends have passed through, uh, a few partners have passed through, and it's a double-edged sword, isn't it? I mean, in some instances, you're pleased to see the back of them, and in other instances, it's really quite heartbreaking. It's a very difficult one. Mm. A lot of the loose women say to me, actually, oh, be careful, be careful, because if you love them too much and then they dump them, you're not allowed to see them anymore and it's really, really yeah. difficult. But we're not really those that sort of pers- people, are we? If we like somebody, we like we can't sort of put the brakes on it and say, well, I'm going to keep my distance here. We're a bit all or nothing, aren't we? But what do you mean? Well, I mean, for instance, we love Maddie's boyfriend. Yeah, no, but we're talking about if they then But the split warning up. is always that you should keep your distance yeah. because oh, if I they see. split up, you then can't maintain oh, right. a relationship. I thought, I thought what you were suggesting was that if they split up, you just stay in touch with them. I, I don't think that can be done. No. No, I don't think Apparently, it... that's a kiss of death. Oh, it's an absolute no-no to your children, isn't it? I mean, it's, it's, it's a big, big no-no. I mean... If I think back to various partners that I've had, I've had over my life, and if I, think, if I think back to my first girlfriend, my nan and my mother absolutely adored my first girlfriend. Mm. And that's that Your dog. Still that's that dog. That is that dog pattering in the background. As soon as we start the podcast, she starts walking around. We've got wooden floors, so you just didn't have to do that. It's because we're not giving her any attention. Um, yeah, your mum still gets misty-eyed about your first girlfriend. Yeah, she does. And I, th- and I think it's that sort of... If I think back to why were they so smitten with her, I mean, obviously, she was very sweet, she was very nice. But I think, in some way, there's an element of your child's taken... I think what my nan and my mum would have felt was, you don't have to worry about him so much. 
Mm. You know, he's kind of taken off our hands a bit. He's satisfied. In matters of the heart, he's happy. Mm. And I think that's well, a huge a very, part yeah. of liking your children's partners mm. is that you, you can, you, a little part of you can relax. It's like, it's like when you know your kids have got friends or are with friends and you know that there's not a sort of element in the friendship group. As a parent, it's one of the few occasions which is, it's like as a parent drinking sort of a cold draft of water and you go, just for a minute, I can relax. Well, I think it's funny that you say that because I think a lot of people listening will think that it's their greatest fear and their greatest dread of somebody else looking after their child or taking their mm. place. In well, their I, I think that's but why I my think, parents, my mum and my nan liked my girlfriend. Yeah, but I mean, I think we're more of it's a rite of passage and it's very difficult if you go past a certain age and you haven't yet got a boyfriend or girlfriend and everybody has. And so for me, there's a bit of that sigh of relief, like, oh, OK, you know. Oh, I don't get that at all. Isn't that weird? That's what you, you that's don't. Not, what not a sigh of relief, that's actually. About, actually, right? that's wrong. Not a sigh of relief, but a happiness, because I know that she's been yeah. happy. Each time she's Maddie's got a boyfriend, I know it's made her really happy. Right. Um, obviously... Some haven't been great and some have been bloody awful and some have been wonderful. But each time it's been a wonderful thing and it is a part of growing up. Bad mm. relationships as much as good relationships, you know, to a large... They're very, they're very character-forming, yeah. you know, and an important part of growing up. And for me, it's really odd because I'm a father to four daughters. It, when I've met partners, I'm going to be very careful in this chat, listener. I don't want to name names and I don't want, because, you know, there's, you know, all my daughters are in, in relationships, but, you know, Kiki, and, and, and I don't want to sort of prejudge who I'm no. talking about. But suffice it to say that, you know, there have been times and there have been occasions and there have been boyfriends. And I have to say, I think my girl's choice in, in men has been pretty fine by and large, you know, with a few exceptions. Um, but as a father of four daughters, it allows me to test drive being a, a father to a son. There's a son, father-son-in-law thing kicks in quite quickly. Obviously, you're not marrying them off. But it's quite a nice, it's quite an indulgent thing for me. I find it quite a sort of rich opportunity to kind of connect with a bloke, mm. you know. And also a bloke who I know has, touching wood here, uh, you know, my, my daughter's best interests at heart, which is mm. a sort of double win, isn't it? Mm. Well, Ma Maddie's boyfriend, I love Maddie's boyfriend. It, mm. it is nice to have a boy around sometimes because mm. we just, we're a very female centric house and I find him amusing and um, yeah, he's, he's just lovely. I mean, they, he came away with us last summer, didn't he, to Cornwall? And that was a huge risky thing to do. I loved it. I and wait. we had such a great time with him and it yeah. actually really very quickly cemented our relationship and our friendship mm. with him. Um, now, a lot of people would have thought, oh, my God, you're letting a boy come away at 17. Um, and, you know, with all the freedoms that that, that, that uh, entails. Um, but it felt right. It Do felt people right still for us. Feel that? Oh, God, Do are you still kidding? Feel that? Yes. I mean, I, you Lots know, of people do. do they? Yeah. I mean, I, I have to say, I was very lucky. I mean, my mum was obviously didn't have any sort of rules in place. And to be fair, my first girlfriend, Jane's mum, didn't have any rules in place. So we're just allowed to do whatever we want. And in a sense, because we were allowed to be and, and do whatever we want, however we want, we went on holiday, we hung out, we had sex, did it. You know, it wasn't like there was no sort of sense that nothing was allowed. So nothing did happened. Did you miss, miss not stealing away to be able to do something that wasn't allowed? Well, we still, still stole away because you had to find time where adults weren't around. I mean, that was stealing yeah. away enough, if you know what I mean. Yeah. You know, I found that. And, and so all, there, there was enough of that adventure to it. And, and yet at the same time, there was no... 
I don't remember feeling any parental sort of stipulation that that would be bad. I'm just, I'm just pulling up on the idea that anyone would have an issue with Maddie and her boyfriend coming on holiday with us. That bizarre. I'd have, th- I, I'd have thought that's the best thing to do. And I think this is something you often say, isn't it, about you know whether you like them or don't like them. And, th- and I think the problem where this in- conversation is going to become interesting is what you see when you first meet a boyfriend is not necessarily the boyfriend or the partner. Mm. You know, you're going to see this. You've got to go with this person across time. You know, if I stop and think about what how I presented, say, to partners that I've been with in the past, yeah, potentially perfect. But actually, by the end of my relationship, say, with Izzy's mum, not perfect. So well, that's why be... so many men yeah. get so angry about their daughters yeah, having girlfriends because they, they know how the games that they play. And it's a really hard one for me because when I look back at myself in my early years, I think I was actually that really nice, good option to bring home for the girls. And what, look what went wrong. I mean, you could say, look what went wrong. Yeah, what frightened does... you is you looked good on yeah, paper. Yeah, yeah. And, and I was good, not even looked good. Was good on paper. Became a scoundrel. That's became I mean. all these things. You know, wasn't sort of hiding it. I just, you know, life choices and, and decisions and turning to drink. You know, all the things, all the vicissitudes, all the things of life that kind of come in and sort of change you and, and, and chip away at the edges of, of, of you, you know. It's really, you can't, you're not going to see all of that in the first time you meet your child's partner, are you? And, and I suppose that's one of the things, just looking at some of the comments that on our social media, you know, what, 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 what a boyfriend is at the beginning isn't necessarily what a boyfriend or a partner becomes three, four, five, six years down the line. And I suppose in our experience of, of boys, our daughters and their partners, um, you know, we've only had a few situations where we've sort of, had them around for many years. I mean, obviously with the older girls, you know, and, and I think, you know, and I, when, I, when I think about one or two of those boyfriends, I, re- I was really sad to see them go. Mm. You know, I'm thinking of one in particular, I worked mm. with it. I was really sad to mm. see him go. We still got a lot of heart yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I would really, really love to hear from Maddie because I think this is going to be interesting. I haven't got, again, I haven't got a clue what she's going to say. I can't believe we do this every week. What, put ourselves in Yeah, have our daughter just tell us whatever she thinks. Every, I'll tell you sometimes, well, my toe well, curls. Before we go to Maddie, I mean, we, we haven't discussed with you about your experiences. I mean, how are your parents with you? How very similar to the way that I am with Maddie, in that um, my mum's attitude was very much, I prefer you to be in a nice warm house than out there in the bushes. She used right. to <laughs> And so um, there was never any judgment. But did she like them? I, ne- I always assumed she liked everybody because right. they never told me any different. Right. Never. I think sometimes when I look back over not just me, but, um, you know, all, all of us, there could have been some times when parents could have stepped in a bit. Oh, right, OK. But it's easy to say that as a 56-year-old woman looking back with hindsight, but at the time, would it direct... My mum, very, very much, her, her way of thinking was that if you ban or if you try and get to stop mm. seeing anybody, then you drive the person into their arms, which I do actually think is true. But I do think sometimes you can go too much the other way. Mm. My attitude is, and I think it was probably the same as my parents, keep your enemies close to you. Make them your friends so you can keep an eye on them. What you don't want is... What I've always dreaded is that, take for instance Maddie, she's such a lovely girl and she's so kind and she's so, that I always worried that if somebody, if a bit of a scurrilous boy knew yes. her, not so much now, she's wiser now, and we and we weren't seeing when she was meeting him out and yes. about, we knew nothing about that, 
she wouldn't she could she could have been led the wrong way mm. whereas we've always kept her boyfriends and when I, when I think of the bad ones we knew the bad ones were bad ones mm. you know what I mean but we kept them just as close mm. because we could when it all went tits up we knew why and we knew how to talk and you know. but you, it sounds so it sounds like your parents very much kept at the time a sort of professional distance between themselves I was and allowed to have boys to stay always yeah, no, 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 but what we're and talking they about always... is whether they like them did they did they particularly I like them knew. or get connected to them they, so they certainly didn't develop their own relationships not outside friendships. of mine a lot of people do no. now you know yeah. I mean, I, there's a few comments that have come through I'm look, looking forward to reading them where you know parents have kept in touch with the exes of children and that that can yeah. cause great there's one person I know that's done that and she said it's really difficult mm. but she said I was so invested in this person you know she knew it was her um son's girlfriend and she knew her for eight years and they were friends mm. you know and there is that demand from your child or oh, be as lovely as you can yeah can they come out to dinner with us can they do this yeah. and then they expect you to cut your feelings off I must admit in talking to your mum and dad I don't think I've ever recalled them talk about any of you girls and your, your exes a sense of them being heartbroken about them ending the relationship I mean have they been heartbroken yeah. about oh they have my mum was yeah Um, okay, well, let's have a listen to Maddie. As you say, it'll be interesting to see what she's got to say. I mean, she's had good and she's had bad. Um, so, in the past, like, with relationships, I've I've been in really toxic, messed up relationships. Obviously, I'm now happily in a, in a really healthy one. Yeah, I think my, my first relationship was when I was 13, so I was quite young. And my parents have always been really, like supportive of having boyfriends like they've never really been strict rules do you know what I mean which I think is better because I think when strict rules are put in place from parents with their kids um like them not sleeping over stuff like that then that never works and then your child goes and does it somewhere else so I've always preferred that my parents have been the way they have been yeah obviously the relationships I've been with have been really not healthy in the past but that's no fault you know of my parents and I think even if my parents had picked up on those things and had told me that they didn't want me to be with them and stuff I probably wouldn't have listened because I'm one of those people very much like um when I love or like someone like that my opinion tends to not change until that person doesn't want me anymore if that makes sense yeah I don't know how yeah I feel like if if my parents were ever critical of a, someone that I was in a relationship with Obviously, I would value their opinion and I'd probably deep down know that they're right because they do have a good, like, judge of character and everything. But like I said, I think I'm just one of those people, like, once I'm set on someone like that, then people telling me not to be with the person kind of just, I don't know, annoys me, I guess. It doesn't really change anything, basically, because even when I've been in really bad relationships... Uh, to the point where, you know, I should have left them because of the stuff going on. I still don't. I I wait till that person's lost interest, which isn't good, I know. But that's why I don't think that my parents having an opinion on them would change that much as to whether I would be with them. But it would definitely make me more wary of the relationship, I guess. But I don't know. I feel like I, I don't really talk too much or in depth about people I'm with to my parents. So they, I guess they don't really notice those things because I'm quite secretive with my relationships when it comes to my parents. Well, not secretive, but I just don't really like to sit and talk about it all the time, you know. Um, 
yeah, I don't know. I've always found it really weird when parents stay close with, like, their child's ex. I'd only understand it if the child is still kind of, like, you know, they're on good terms with the ex and, like, they were kind of friends before they were together. Do you know what I mean? Like, if there was more of a connection than just being a relationship. But I know some people's parents who would just, like, stay in touch with their child's ex, even if the ex wasn't, wasn't a good boyfriend at all, even if, you know, they weren't even that close to the family. I don't know. I just feel like it's an odd thing to do. I know if I was a parent, even if I really loved the person that they were dating, if it didn't work out and my child didn't have any connection with them whatsoever after, then I would, well, yeah, I wouldn't... <laughs> I would not carry on talking to my child's ex. It's very, very strange. And I think even if you do like your child's partner and then they break up and, I don't know, you're worried because you know that their partner's really good and you want them to stay together, I think it's important to let your child, I don't know, be able to let go of those things, not have you clinging on to their exes. I mean, that's horrible. I'd hate that, especially with my exes, but I know that wouldn't happen anyway. And, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's a weird thing. Like, even with my current relationship that's really healthy and everything, and, yeah, we've been together almost a year and a half. I don't know. I, still, I, I feel like I don't really talk in depth that much about relationships, and I tend not to... I have with, with my current boyfriend, Patrick, but in the past, you know, I tend to not have my boyfriends that involved with my family... But I think the only reason that kind of happened in the past is because deep down I knew they weren't really good people and I didn't really want my family knowing that in a weird way. But because I'm very comfortable with my boyfriend and how lovely he is, I'm very happy, you know, for him to be involved in the family. And, you know, my parents love him and everything. And I feel like with Patrick, if we were to ever break up, I wouldn't mind that much if my parents kept in contact with him because I know that, me and him will still be friends, even if we ever broke up. It's just one of those things, you know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just find it's very strange that parents feel entitled to control. I, I understand at a certain age, I kind of wish, with my first relationship when I was 13, that maybe my parents were not... Not that they didn't let me have a relationship, because that would have just made me go and get a relationship anyway, but I don't know, maybe a bit stricter with boundaries and stuff. But at the same time, with me saying that, if they had put those boundaries in place, the same things probably would have ended up happening, but just, you know, um, behind their backs, you know? So I do feel like it's hard. I don't know the answers for parents, really. I don't, you know, I don't even know what I'm doing. But I think, yeah, I'd, I've always found it really weird when parents stay in contact with their children's exes because they really like them. Like, it's not... It wasn't their relationship to have, do you know what I mean? And... Like I was saying, although I think that there's definitely an age thing, you know, if your child's quite young and they're getting into a relationship, there are obviously boundaries I think you need to put in place. But, you know, there are a lot of parents that are still controlling their children's, like, relationship status and sex life when they're, like, <laughs> of a legal age, do you know what I mean? And I just think that's freaking weird. I think it's very weird that you would even want to be involved in your child's life in that way, like, at that point, it's just their life to live and, you know, their lives, you know, just do what they want. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I'm I'm not the best to talk about these, this subject just because all my past relationships have been, like, so awful <laughs> that um, looking back, I know that I shouldn't have, like, been with them and if my parents 
had told me not to have been with them because they picked up on them not being good people, I probably wouldn't have listened. And, you know, I just, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm weird when it comes to relationships and all of that kind of stuff. Um, but I would say that I think it is strange that parents feel like they have this entitlement to just, like, I don't know, control their child's life in that way. And I think they forget being young and in love themselves. And, yeah, just don't be friends with your children's exes. That is very, very strange. Mm, quite a lot in there. Uh, she was contradicting herself, which is the, the right of any 18-year-old. Because on the one hand, she was... What I noticed there, the one little line I picked out was, if my parents had told me what they thought about the toxic boyfriends, it might have made me more wary. And that that's interesting because... I think a gentle prod, a seed can be planted quite deeply if you have a good relationship with your with your child. Mm. So, for instance, you know, if hypothetically, if if she had a boyfriend and I thought, hmm, it's a bit, str I thought there was something a bit controlling. I would say, oh, maybe so. oh, God, that's very strange. Does that ever feel to you a bit controlling? Mm. It might have felt to me a bit controlling. And that's probably going to be more powerful mm. to your child than saying, I'm telling you now, you're not seeing him. I can see he's a controlling mm. bastard son of a bitch <laughs> because that does drive them. It, it does. It just drives them closer together. I mean, I think one of the advantages of being, you know, a man, obviously, and a father, but also having just going back to what we were talking about, how, um, you know, the point at which I would have been, I would have looked like a good prospect to the parents of a partner and then was quite quickly not necessarily a good prospect after a while. <laughs> mm. um, I think one of the one of the few advantages actually that there is of being a dad like that is is that I can, with the benefit of hindsight, also in a similar way to what you're saying, is you can sort of directly talk to our daughters about those things and sort of lay gentle sort of warning signs or nudge signs and all that kind of stuff. But I can also give a little insight into the mind of the boy. Oh, I think that's you know, very, and, very and, important. And where yeah. they're likely going to be. Or I can even just by stealth sort of test and prod around. Yeah. How are they reacting to this? What are they like when yeah. you say this? Are they... Because, you know, I've struggled with jealousy and control and a lack of control and all that kind of stuff. And at what point does that sort of behaviour become deeply controlling and at what point is it just okay well this is just someone who's a bit vulnerable and a bit you know and being able to draw those boundaries but even not necessarily act on any of it but to be constantly monitoring I mean I think that's what happens when your children have partners is that you I mean it's really important what Maddie, Maddie says there you know you don't become friends importantly you don't become friends but what happens in a weird way it's a bit like <laughs> sorry to use a superhero analogy it's a little bit like Spider-Man with his spidey sense you're you're Ex, your ESP extends beyond your daughter towards this person and then you can feel their vibrations in you, can't you? And you're sort of, you're mindful to it. So what you do is you sort of extend your reach of when you can feel the vibration. I don't know if anyone well, else think, gets that. You have the vibrations of a yeah. family, you can sense yeah, when someone's not happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think, I think the important thing is to keep the heat and to keep the ego out of it because... Any one of us as parents could easily leap up and do the chest beating. I'm not having it and I can see that, you know, he's a difficult so-and-so and, 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 you know, that chest beating. Mm. But I honestly, honestly don't think it serves anyone. Because you may be right. Your child may be having those concerns themselves. 
but that's not going to ever open a line of communication. Okay. And I think for me, the most important thing with my girls is, is that I keep that line of communication, that they never feel I'm going to judge them mm. as a woman to woman. because or judge their partner. Because I think they see me, you know, I'm a loose woman. My God, I've been a loose woman for 20 years. I sit on the telly talking about this stuff. You know, and I and I and, and and other women will say to me, Oh, you're such a strong woman. And I don't want my kids to ever think, Oh god, I couldn't tell my mum that he treated me like that because then oh she's gonna think that I'm yeah. you know, I'm weak or what you know, what kind of a feminist am I? So I always, always share with them about how the mistakes that I've made and that it's part of growing up. Yeah. And the most beautiful thing is Maddie has a very equal relationship now at just 18, mm. at mm. just 18. So she's had these difficult relationships, but always behind her has been us with our arms open, ready mm. to catch her without judgment and just gently lift her up again without her even really knowing, which has let them um, just the constant chat and also showing her what a good relationship is by our actions as well. But it's also very, very important that you don't, I mean, and this, I, I'm not saying that we've achieved this because I certainly struggle with this. It's not judging the behaviour of your children's partners too quickly. Because if you do judge too quickly and you come at it too harsh, you run the risk of just closing down all dialogue and discussion with them. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. They're not going to come to you. If you so, do the big ego, here yeah, is yeah, the lion yeah, yeah, and the lioness coming to you. What do you mean play? he's been like this and, no. and, and he said that? Then that's da, 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 Then you know that you're... That's what I tell you. Yeah, you've closed down the... But, but just as a simple question, what do you do if you don't like your daughter's boyfriend? Your first meeting, instinctively, everything in it I says you I think it was really interesting what Maddie said. And again, I think this is because we have a good and close relationship with her. I suppose when she said, I suppose I didn't really introduce my mum and dad to those other ones because I knew deep down they weren't good. Right. And the thing is, with me, when I think back to relationships where somebody tried to treat me badly, I would have done the same thing and avoided my parents with them. But I can remember many times in my life turning around to particular boyfriends and exes and going, hang on a minute. My dad never treated me like this. Why are you treating me like this? And me just going, knowing that I'm going to leave that relationship mm. because I want that respect that I've always grown up mm. with. I mean, what I think is really important with with daughters anyway, because I've not brought up a son, so I don't know what it is with a son, but I think it's probably similar because boys get hurt and boys can get manipulated mm. and boys can get controlled by mm. unpleasant girls. It's not just one way. Is that... In between those relationships, when they're not in a relationship, I mean, I I talk all the time mm. about relationships, things that have happened <laughs> in my other yeah. relationships, and what I did, and how it turned out, and you know, and they're fascinated. I mean, the other day I took one of our daughters for um, for a hot chocolate up the road, and I said, "Ask me anything you want," and the first thing she asked me was about my ex-boyfriend, and it was really interesting because she'd never done that before i mean i i offer stuff but it was the first thing and i thought oh wow isn't that interesting I never thought she was thinking in those terms of bubbling mm. at the front of her mind is that and so your shared experiences mm. the good and the bad i think are quite a good thing because you i do think a lot of young women get intimidated by their mums who have grown to where they are because they've made mistakes yeah. and they've and, and so it's really important to, to chart that with them so that they feel safe to go mum i'm struggling mm. a bit you know and to say things like you know, sometimes it can be overwhelming being in a relationship. Mm. You might really like that person. You might not like some of what they do. It's okay to say what you don't like. I mean, the thing that I think 
upset me in Maddie's um, chat there was when she said, I love someone until they don't want me anymore. And that's very much a younger girl's thing. I think mm. it's, an, an, and you know, we've brought her up as a feminist and we were, and so, but, I went to my other self, my younger self, said, this got nothing to do with being a feminist or being brought up well or whatever. It tends, unfortunately, the power balance, unfortunately, in 2021, 2021 is still, girls don't ask boys out, boys ask girls out. Girls wait, hang around until a boy wants to take them out. And that's still the power balance there. But I can see her maturing with that now. And I think that will change because I remember asking the girls, this and you can I, I've said I've had this conversation many times with much older women you know I said you know do you do you think you've ever chosen anyone or has everyone you've been with chosen you mm. it's a really good question I said it to one of the loose women actually the other day and she absolutely stopped in a trap she went oh my god I don't think I've ever chosen anyone Mm. I always like who chooses me. It's really hard, isn't it? Because I mean, I remember meeting one of the one one boyfriend, and I, I, you know, and I didn't want to engage with them because I found them particularly unpleasant and particularly untrustworthy, and I didn't like anything about them. And it transpired that I was absolutely right. And so, uh, what? I think you saw a lot of yourself in him. What do you? Oh, that's nice. No, your younger self. <laughs> no, because he was a scoundrel. You were a scoundrel. No, no, but I mean. You know, no, you spotted yeah, no, what he I'm was not, doing. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what should I have done? I, I mean, think what you did was great. I just stayed quiet. I think you quiet. were just very cold. She knew very well. I was very cold. But I wasn't. I chatted and mm. I, uh, you know, I thought he was a wide boy and I thought he fancied himself and all of that. But I, was, I, I wasn't going to alienate him, you know. Mm. But but, Maddie but is that the phrase? Is is that the tactic? Keep your enemies cut? Because I mean, that's the me, part of it. I struggle. I mean, I, th I think you're right. I mean, I'm just saying I struggle with it. And maybe what I ended up inadvertently doing that was absolutely the right thing, where I didn't push against it, but I did absolutely keep a low profile. And then there was another one who I kind of didn't get or comprehend or understand, and I just kept them locked in my sort of line of vision because I just couldn't quite fathom them. And and. And then, of course, he ended up confirming all our worst fears. And it's just like, well, you know, sometimes you wonder. I mean, as Maddie rightly says there, if I was to say anything, all I would, all I would encounter is her ire and her fury. I mean, lots of people will say you cannot have a boyfriend until you're 16 or you cannot have a girlfriend until you're 16. But you do. People but do. lots of people do say that. I mean, we've got to appreciate that it, some people here no, 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 will be very people... much from this. What we're saying would be a surprise because for them, they would just say you can't. Now, I've, I've had this discussion with other parents and they've said to me, yeah, no, I get that they might go behind my back and have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but I don't want them to know I've sanctioned it. What? Yeah. That's a bizarre, that's such a sort of it's legal... difference. No, it's no, no, a difference. it's a difference, but it's a difference I'm quite eagerly wanting to push against because I think, I find that bizarre. Why would you, just for the sake of egotistically having your rule in place, but you know that the truth of the situation is your child is going to go covertly into stuff and not communicate with you? Well, I, find I don't bizarre. know, because I'm not of that way of thinking, but yeah, well, that's the way a lot of people do think, and it is, it is, it's just very different, isn't it? What about this converse idea of you might not really like someone, but then, I mean, interestingly, you know, this idea of almost forcing them to stay together. Do you know what I mean? You know, if you know that someone's good for your child and yeah. you really like them, yeah. I mean, that's the other end of the spectrum, well, you, isn't you, it? Well, you're getting into mucky stuff, but yeah, you, you are, cannot you? do that. You because just you're playing, cannot you're do playing that. the fates, aren't you? I mean, I think there's a line. So say, say one of the girls, one of the four girls, has a lovely boyfriend, okay, 
And most of the time that we see them, they are, you know, it seems like a good atmosphere and they seem to quite like each other. And then say if one of our girls came and said, I just can't take this about him. This mm. is so irritating about mm. him. I'm going to have to finish with him. That I would have a conversation and I would yeah. say, but have you thought about it from this side? Could it possibly be this? Because we're hot-headed people. You and I are very hot-headed people. The girls have seen me be very hot-headed. And... Can I just say, listener, there's this idea that I am usually the really hot-headed one. And in fact, you are right. I'm pleased you said that because you could be 10 times more hot-headed. Oh, yeah, no, me. when I go, I totally go. And yeah. I'm very hot-headed and very impulsive. And if somebody just, if it just goes the wrong way for me, I can just feel like, who is this person? And I can make big decisions with a hot head. And so I would hope that we could be a guiding, mm. I think, a guiding force um, obviously, if I couldn't stand the person, I'd be, I'd be over the moon. Yeah. But I wouldn't even show that, you know. Yeah. I wouldn't show but you that. you see, I'm such a perennial warrior as a parent, and I don't, I don't know if other listeners uh, you can get this. I'm sort of being a bit lighthearted here. But, I mean, um, you know, two of, two of my daughters at the moment have partners who I just, I love. I just, mm. I mean, I love them. I love Patrick and I love Akron. And I just, I think they're... They're just wonderful. They're wonderful. I mean, and I'm that's saying... Not, that's, that's not my not, youngest that's got a boyfriend, by the way. No, this is like my stepdaughter. This is my dear. And, and uh, the other two daughters are currently not in a relationship, obviously. Um, and I feel blessed. And I have to confess, a huge part of me... Because, of course, you know, a huge part of me as a father, and this is about confessions of a modern parent, a huge part of me as a father as, and as a parent, is we have this myth, and I wonder whether this is something we should talk about as a separate podcast, is this idea of wanting happiness for your children. It's a fake destination, you know, this, this idea that you, you just want happiness for your kids. And we do. If we were to say, what do we actually... Whenever I'm doing sort of yoga and they say, say a prayer for someone or picture something or, or think of something or whatever, I, I think alternately of every one of my daughters... And I move through them every four times. And after the fourth time, I move back to the first order. And I think very directly about wanting, manifesting happiness for them. Really manifesting happiness for them. And, and, I, and I feel it so completely. So when, when, when I know that, you know, two, you know, there are these two guys in their lives and, and, and they seem happy and, and they seem so nice and they're so... It's, it is literally like... A settling. It, it is a settling. Nice it is a settling and it is a nice feeling. And it's not about a sort of... Well, you know, it's not like, oh, I suddenly, I suddenly you know, catapult all of me and I'm absolved of any, any responsibility. responsibility and I don't need to think about it anymore. But there is an element of thinking, this is what they want. They don't want... They're not thinking about their parents. There's nothing wrong with one meeting a nice partner no. and thinking, this would be nice if this did No, this. no, but the, as a perennial worrier, going back to my first sentence, I then worry... <gasps> What if these relationships end? Well, it's so funny. Oh a friend God, of mine is going through that at the moment. Her kid is in a relationship and, and they're both really happy and all she keeps saying is, what am I going to do yeah, if same. they finish? It's like, mm. I said, no. I said, do this. Say, today it feels good and People it's okay. But what about tomorrow? But you can't control it, so don't think about tomorrow. You can control no. it. You've got to be able to do something. <laughs> it's just awful. I mean, I literally, and you just get to a point and I just think, oh, God. And so... And then, and then, and then, and then it becomes a crisis. <laughs> so you, you're having a crisis, and your children don't even know you're having a crisis because you're thinking you're standing. You, if you could see me, listener, I'm sort of like holding a really fragile cut glass and trying to stop it from breaking. And and that's how I feel. It's like yeah. I just need you can't to do hold that. That's going to make you ill. You got to let go, let God. Today oh, everything God. is good. Okay. Well, look, Carlitos hasn't got a partner. 
but we've asked him to contribute on this subject in terms of, well, you know, how he would feel if his if his parents liked or loathed his, one of his, you know, partners. So I'm just going to play his contribution. Here it is. It's a bit of a tricky one um, because it really depends on the person and what they want, you know. Um, if I were to have a partner, I would want to know what my parents thought of them. You know, I'd want an honest opinion. Um, when you're deeply, madly in love with someone, I don't think you are exactly open and aware to what's going on. And, like, the the vision is kind of blurred. It's, it's like, abstracted by this overwhelming feeling of just just love and like infatuation uh towards that other person and i think if parents really are worried about the partner or the relationship or whatever um then they might be able to you know forewarn you or, or notice what's going on even if it's unhealthy before you you even realize it and though and even though you may not agree with your parents' opinions. They may actually know what they're talking about, um, whether you think it or not. And, yeah, but I think on the other hand, um, parents haven't had that experience of being a teenager in today's modern society and being in relationship as a teenager in today's modern society. And so... It, it is completely different to how it was and when they were younger. Um, I don't think that parents' personal preferences should put a damper on anyone's relationship, you know. Um, there shouldn't be anything that stands in the way of you and your happiness. There are, of course, certain situations, however, where all of this doesn't apply and exceptions are made. And while I think we should respect parents' opinions and listen to them, and hear them out and stuff like that it is your life and I don't think stepping on eggshells around your parents whose job it is to love you unconditionally is is just not a way to live it thanks Carlitos really interesting and 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 yeah I like the way he you talked about he talked about you know the rose-tinted glasses of love in, in a sense and and are your parents there as a sort of a slightly objective barometer to kind of go mm, okay this I mean the ease with which you can puncture that rose-tintedness with a sort of moment of reality it, that's therein lies the problem you know how do you go about that you know how do you express an honest opinion without it knocking your child off their journey, if you like, if they're picked towards pink cloud joy of romance and all that kind of stuff. So I think that's harder to navigate than perhaps Carlito says it could be mm. if, you, if as a parent you were to offer your opinion. But what, what I did think about as he was talking was, you know, is there sometimes, you know, if you see in your child systematic and repetitive behaviour in, say, one or two relationships, they, they go for a type and you know that that type is a no, is a, is a no good type, um, you know, is it important to sort of almost like a regular pulse say something what I call for the record that you, you're you're noting this so that you you know that really I'm having to plant the seed of this because it's going to take another maybe relationship like this for me to be able to get back in and say look do you remember when I said such and such back at such and such with such and such and we've said it again with such and such mm. you know I do sometimes wonder whether as parents we do have to be almost that macro level strategic which is here's 
a pattern of behaviour that's repeating itself. You know, this is someone who's willing to tolerate this kind of behaviour. This, you know, why is my daughter or why is my son willing to be walked over like this? You know, I mean, mm. I think that's the cause for concern, isn't mm. it? You that's know, everyone's fear, isn't it? Yeah, being walked over. yeah, and and the, 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 even in a first relationship, that this the behaviour of this first relationship could be the thing that lays the groundwork and the mm. foundations for how my child's going to be in every other relationship. Mm. I think that's, that is the worry. There's a certain amount of trust that you have to hand yeah, over. Yeah, when the relationship the goes control, wrong, yeah. you have to trust that. In your child, you know, if they have, you know, if they're intelligent enough, if you had enough conversations, if they've got good gut, then that they will find their way. Of course, we don't always think that about our children. Mm. We don't. No. And sometimes we think, oh my God, they're as daft as a brush. Yeah. Are they going to be able to work this? Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. <laughs> as we were. As we were. I'm as daft as daft a brush. Daft as you still are. You look like a brush. <laughs> Now, before we record each episode of our podcast, we ask you to get involved on social media. Hashtag Confessions of a Modern Parent. If you want to get in touch on our Instagram, it's at Nadia Sawala and Family. On Twitter, at Nadia Sawala. And if you're a little bit scared of Nadia and you're a little <laughs> bit worried that she might tell you off, you could always come to lovely, cuddly old me at, <laughs> at, on Instagram at Mark underscore Adderley. A-double-D-E-R-L-E-Y. Um, let's just quickly go through some of our social medias. There's some really meaningful comments here, guys, and thanks ever so much. Oh, we, we love, we love you. your. We, we get love, so excited yeah, by your messages. We love your contributions. Uh, when me and my boyfriend mutually broke up, my mother said, "What did you do? You need to fix this." Says <laughs> never. Oh my god. Well, let's put on. I suppose in that situation, <laughs> I don't know who you are. Then, you if need you were to a bit, fix if this. you were a bit of a tricky madam, <laughs> and she knows that, maybe yeah. she thought, "Were well, you being a bit difficult?" Because I mean, people. I love I see what they're like in relationships and sometimes you do want to go well actually it was a bit much yeah I think this is from a parent I love them until they don't love each other we love and hate as a family that's me that's yeah, me absolutely. I'll love them if you love them and I'll hate them the minute you do yeah um, someone else here says my dad set me and my now husband up he says it's lovely now to have to what to not have to worry about me Mm. Um, my daughter was with well, a that's boy. That's what you were talking about with your with your mum and dad. Yeah, absolutely. It? I mean, I, I could feel them feeling that you know there was an element of oh, thank God he's off our hands. Uh, someone else here says my daughter was with a boy that wasn't treating her right, so I texted him and gave him a piece of my mind. Well, there's one situation with one of our daughters. I'm not going to say who. Yes. And this particular boy was really tormenting her with something, mm. right? And she was in a real, real state about it. So. I said to her, let me at him. Let oh, me cut. No, Mum, you can't. You no. can't, Mum. No, no, no. I'd love to have you let, let up something. <laughs> and um, I texted this person. Oh. And Even though she said no? No, because then I talked to her. Oh, I see, right, I said, okay. yeah, let me get it because I'm going to sort it. So I texted right. this person. I said, call me now. And he said, I can't. I said, call me now or I call your mother. Oh, and my God, I called him. He called me and I told him everything. It's because she had sanctioned it, that's yeah. why. And I told him everything and he cleared it up immediately. But I would say you do need to get the permission to do that. And sometimes she sort of fell on me like exhausted with it all and said, yes, please. You Jesus know. Christ, I'm going to look for that permission in future. <laughs> I, I, I saw permission not that long ago to go directly up to one of them and, and, and pin him against a wall. Um, <laughs> someone else here says, uh, anonymous, my parents hated a guy I was with for years, never told me, then I saw the light. Mum then told me eventually. Mm. Oh, um, I wonder what that felt like. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
Uh, Emma, Emma Carter, I've got on with my son's girlfriends, but upset him when I called his girlfriend by the name of his ex. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, my God. a perennial problem. That's awful. Yeah. Uh, Rachel says, sometimes it can only be seen after the fact. Yeah. Um... Someone else here says, yes, daughter's first boyfriend loved him, got too involved in their relationship. They were 16 at the time. Learned to step back with my daughter and boyfriends after the first one. Now the man she's with, I really don't like. She's 22, he's 25, but for her, I can't say anything as I don't really know him. She's kept him away for some reason. Uh... But the one time I spent an evening with him, I just had a horrible feeling. Oh, oh. no! I'm keeping you anonymous. They know who that was. Yeah. Oh um, God, I really, tricky. really feel with you because that is a parent's instinct, isn't it? And it's interesting. Listen to what Maddie said. I kept the ones that I d that I didn't really deep down think were any good away. Mm. Interesting, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it interesting? Yeah. So mm. that in itself is often actually a, a, a litmus test, isn't it? Mm. Are they That's wanting why to bring them in through them the door? Close so I can keep oh, my eye I love them. these. The two we've got at the moment. The way they bowl through the door. I just so think, confident. God, just so lovely and easy. There was nothing being hidden there. No. Uh, someone else here says, I didn't like my son's... I'm keeping a lot of you anonymous, just for you, just, I, I think, really, for to avoid you having to go on a Jeremy Kyle show or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, I didn't like my son's ex-girlfriend, tried not to interfere. She destroyed my son. <sighs> Ouch, God. Oh, God. That must be really tough to stomach after the event. Yeah. Really tough. When you knew... Uh, someone else here says, first boyfriend hated when they split. I got blamed for her bad choice in men. Second, lovely. Got blamed for the bad choice in men. <laughs> yeah, <that's>, uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Kids, you'd have me. Jeez. Um, anonymous, I'm the child in this. My mum, we lost dad when I was nine, met her now partner of 15 years, and I absolutely loathed him. I tolerate him now, but it was so hard as we were so happy to see her happy. But he wasn't nice to us. He was jealous of how close I am. Oh, I used to get upset, but now I just accept him and make sure my relationship is never damaged from him. We're so close, and her happiness is everything. Oh, sweetheart. Oh. Uh, someone else says, just had to sit back and let her find out for herself how bad he was. I hated him. <sighs> Oh, God, that's so hard, so isn't it? Painful, it's like when not to step forward and when step When you think in. when we get that little bundle in our arms and it's all gorgeous and you're giving them a bob-bob and you're cuddling up and you're yeah. snuggling and you're watching Disney, this Absolutely. is the horror. This is the difficult, difficult part of it. Yeah. Eat it. Kim says, let their relationships ride the course. If you don't like the boy or girl, most of the time it ends. Yeah, it's just hopefully mm, that it doesn't end in a damaging way, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like when, yeah, how long does it go on before? This is a really sweet, anonymous, feels like a bereavement as you don't get to say goodbye or even give them a hug. Oh, That's someone God. who's lost someone they're very fond of, oh, I can tell. Oh, God. Yeah, I, that, that's in the dread of night, feels that's my like fear. A bereave bereavement. Yeah. Isn't that sad? Mm. Uh, someone else here says, my son's partner left him last year after six and a half years. I liked her and I miss her. Oh. Oh. Oh, you're breaking my heart, Someone guys. else says, difficult when you like someone. Uh, feels like you've lost a family member. Mm. Uh, someone else says, yes, he's rude. I just call him wanker. <laughs> <laughs> um there you go again. Once again, thanks, guys. Yeah, I mean that 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 loss, that loss of a relative. I mean, I you know I felt that a little bit about one of the one of the, the boyfriends, and and it's just it really is sad. You you miss lots of mm. fun conversations and silliness, and 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 you think, well, oh, right, well that that is that. That's that then. <laughs> that is that. Oh, that was really interesting. Yeah, I liked that. Yeah. Enjoyed that. Oh. Thank you for being with us, guys. So I'm now going to leave you, okay. and uh, you could then phone me up and let me know what your mum and dad say. But they sound like sort of pros. They're just very used to it. They're very good, aren't they? Well, 
that's it for this episode of Confessions of a Modern Parent. If you'd like to comment on any of the topics we've discussed today, we'd love you to get in touch. Use the hashtag Confessions of a Modern Parent. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's at Nadia Sawala. And on Instagram, it's at Nadia Sawala and family. And if you fancy getting in touch with me, it's at Mark underscore Adderley. Thank you so much for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe, rate and review, tell your friends and get involved. And you can hear more episodes of Confessions of a Modern Parent on Global Player or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. Ta-da! <laughs>